Hi gang, it's Chris. Look, you're about to listen to our podcast, and in it we talk about the fact that on the Monday after the show, there's going to be a meeting and things will be discussed. Well, we've already learned before I've even gone to publish that Disneyland Paris will be reopening on the 17th of June. Great news, isn't it? Just wish we'd known it for the show yesterday. Anyway, enjoy! Hiya, pals! <clears throat> Hi, pals! And welcome to the Disneyland Paris show! Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh! <laughs> Gosh! <laughs> And now, Disneyland Paris News. Union representatives have been invited to discuss reopening plans for Disneyland Paris on Monday the 17th of May. That's tomorrow. As restrictions lift, a number of businesses in and around Marne la Vallée begin to reopen. The Sea Life Centre and Gaumont Cinema will both reopen May the 19th, the World of Disney on May 22nd, and Vapiano has published a reopening date of June the 9th. The Buffalo Bill signage has been partially dismantled, ending any hope that the show may return post-Covid. Eurostar will not resume direct services to Disneyland Paris until at least October. In international, I'm sorry, you have to warn me when you're going to do stuff like that. I've gone to a giggle. In international news, Walt Disney World no longer requires the wearing of masks outside or temperature checks on entering the park. That was the news. (laughs) <laughs> Yay! Uh, I just want to say before we get into anything, uh, Mark Riley says, "My girl just had her eleventh birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday!" And I'm knackered. The first few minutes of this show better be a thrill of a roller coaster ride, otherwise I'm off to bed. Quick, Hugh, show him your boobs. Uh, God, which one? <laughs> which one? Which one? Uh, left. I can't decide. Left. The, mid- the middle one. <laughs> Right, yeah, we do, we do. We've got an interesting show for you today, so you need to stick around to the end because it is going to titillate and engage all the way through. It is saucy. (laughs) uh, And, well, and literally, you will see. It's about to get saucy. Uh, We're going to start with the news. Um, We're going to talk about Buffalo Bills. And then our discussion today is what is on our Disney bucket lists, meaning what have we done that we... um, what have we never done, what we done that we hope to do at some point in our lives at Disneyland Paris? And then, and finally, we have discovered a little gem on YouTube, which we would like to recommend and talk about. Oh. So, Hugh, who do we have in the chat? What's going on in your life? All sorts of people. People, <laughs> people just watching and being quiet, uh, which <laughs> I always say this, absolutely fine. Uh, we've got Mark Riley, Andrew Palmer, Sam Metcalf. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Hannah. All three of you. Hannah Marie's there. Mark Yay. Chester. So we've got both of Max. Marky and Marky. There's also <laughs> some people have um contacted us over the week and said, Oh, we what we do watch, but we're lurkers. Do you know what? That is absolutely fine. And we tend to do that on live streams. We love a lurker. We, we love I a lurker. Know, I don't. Oh no, well, <laughs> I have to get involved. And actually, when, when we watch I lurk. When we watch Disney in detail, um, like, Again, recommended. I'll, I'll sort of like punch the air when when they start to read out my comment, and sometimes I can see if if they're both on. Um, Ian 
the chap on that, I can sometimes see him read something and he'll get a little glint in his eye and I can see him go, and I can tell he's about to say, Hugh, and then I get excited. <laughs> they also, they won't read out anything slightly controversial or salty or saucy at mm. all. And so sometimes they go, oh, Hugh. And then don't read it out. <laughs> you don't have a, a secondary bad. YouTube account then that you can use. So you can no, it's, 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 not, it's not anything bad. It's just like, you know, Oh yeah, and maybe slightly, you know, a little bit blue or something. But but not even that, you know, mm. just 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 something that's not like squeaky clean. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We're quite clean. Yeah. Generally, yeah. at least from the waist. Although up. we have promised to be saucy. Mm. Can we fulfil that promise, Huey? Mm. Um. So. Yes. What should I, what, now? Get, yeah. Get yeah. your sauce on. <laughs> I mean, I'm intrigued. You honestly. know, Mike needs to go to bed. Well, <laughs> well, what I've got here, right? Um, I saw this on. I'm on this group on Facebook called Extreme Coupons and Bargaining. Because, <laughs> no, Extreme Bargains. Of and course, coupons. you are. Extreme Coupons and Bargaining. <laughs> he was so cool when I met him. Hey, this is cool. Wait to see what I found. 99p. This now. This is is called Hella Spice Ketchup Curry. Ooh, right, right. I'll, I'll, I'll hold it close. Hmm. Not if you can see that. Um, yeah, and then we can just about see it. But I suspect this is going to taste like the sauce you get on the hot dogs at Pinocchio's. Yes. What's the restaurant called? Uh, the Chateau de la Marionette. Marion, yeah. That. Chateau. Chalet? Chateau. Maybe Chalet. Yeah. Uh, the, Let me look it up while you talk. Pinocchio's uh, in, in Fantasyland. Uh, they have this sort of curry curry ketchup on there uh, i just i suspect it's going to be like that so chris um yeah when we're when you're allowed uh, into our side of the house yes because you know as we've said before our house at 37 distance street straddles to councils so mm -hmm. we, we've not been able to meet up for months yeah. um I, I think we should we should sample these hot dogs would will you partake with me I would be um, really honoured. quite delighted to, yeah, I'd be honoured. <laughs> now, also, I haven't had hot dogs from from said chalet struck. Uh, well, they're right. actually like curryversed, aren't they? Yeah, it's curryversed sauced. It is so, chalet. It's chalet de la Marinette. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Chateau's Castle. That's going to um, be soon then, Hugh, presumably. Yeah, well, I was going to do it this week, and then I thought, no, wait. And also, next week is Eurovision, and uh, <gasps> as you know, at Eurovision, I like to take a special trip to Lidl and do a sort of pan-Euro trip around <laughs> the uh, culinary treats of Europe uh, just by shopping in Lidl for half an hour, and then we eat those while watching Eurovision. Hugh, so, can we spend uh, a bit of time on that next week, do you think? Just just I'll, talking through some yeah. of your food on this show. I know it's not relevant at all, <laughs> but I think people should just yeah. understand how much you throw yourself into um, Eurovision. Yeah. yeah. And it's just us this year. It is. So we, we're going to have to uh, double down. We're going to have to make up for all mm. the missing guests. Yeah. We usually have a, a house party on Eurovision. Yeah. Perhaps some themed drinks. We will work it out. We'll work it out. Well, maybe we could pitch European Disney princesses against each other, such as, you know, Norway versus Snow White in Germany and Berlin, France. I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking, let, let, to be continued, to be continued. Yes, let, let's, uh, let's come up with a Shall plan. I get into the news? Go on, which then. Dish, which dish did you get from Greece? Mark Riley says, uh, do you know what? Uh, there, there is a little Greek section and just anything. I'll probably get some um, baklava. Oh, I love Greek? baklava. Oh, falafel is falafel Greek? I don't know. Olives. Where's, where's baklava from? I don't know much about Greek fairing. I don't. 
Except there used to be a Greek takeaway just down the road from us at uni. And, oh, it's uh, Turkish. It's Turkish. And we used, I think it was called e- Econa with the, with the, like the zigzaggy E, but we used to call it E. coli's because <laughs> questionable hygiene habits. <laughs> right. So, news number one. The union representatives have been invited to discuss reopening plans for Disneyland Paris. Oh. Now, to be fair, we... Reported something very similar to this two weeks ago, didn't we? And we were all like, oh, next week we'll have a date. Didn't happen. This sounds a little bit more concrete, as in we know who's going and mm. when they're going. And so unless they can't um, work it out in less than five days, we won't have a date next week. But I think we will. I'm feeling hopeful now. They've got to know. Thing is, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting increasingly concerned about what's happening here. Though I just, I'm just hearing rumblings that it's going to start. You know, we might have to make some difficult decisions. I'm not, I'm not sure we'll go to lockdown again, but like uh, holidays that we've got planned that we were thinking, yeah, that'll, I think that's going to happen now in no. August. I'm thinking, hey, is it's, it, it's fine. It's, it's that pesky it's India variant, isn't it? Fine. Yeah. Well, people have rebranded it the Boris variant. Have you seen? Oh no, I haven't seen that. <laughs> yeah, the Boris uh, they're just calling it the, the the Boris variant on Twitter because. Uh, you know, it's kind of on him. <laughs> One of the reasons I think the discussions that we talked about two weeks ago broke down is I did list last week um, some possibilities that they might have, and they kept mentioning this health pass or something or a mm. hygiene pass, and we weren't really clear what it was. Well, it turns out that it was a, a vaccine passport, basically, to say either you've been vaccinated or you've had a negative test. But it has since been ruled out by the government um, that they won't be demanding that in places like theme parks, cinemas, etc. Right. So, yeah, kind of like that. Um, <laughs> but, not a, but not a very easily forgeable piece of card. No, we've just on that subject, because we're going to have to prove it to get on a cruise ship. We've downloaded, well, Hugh already oh, had it. For listeners, I just held up um, my vaccination card yeah. board. Thank you. Q already had it, but I downloaded <laughs> the NHS app and you, you do have proof of vac- vaccination mm. on the NHS yeah, and I, app. I carefully cross-referenced it with the batch number that was written on my, my little card as well, and it was correct. Yes, which is good to know. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, so that, that's just, if you are in a situation where you need to prove it, that's the easiest way that we've found. And I think that's basically the not calling it a vaccination passport because... Mm. Um, it's you know it's socialism and fascism and communism and marxism and all the other isms that the the, the tabloid newspaper like to call it but um yeah, okay download the nhs app oh, that was sarcasm by the way for anyone who thinks i have issues with the passports i don't um so i think that's why it all fell apart before because that was the rumor that we heard and so they presumably had now that that's gone they've had to restart talks but a lot of hope is in my heart. Can I just say and that? Um, so, so Andrew tweeted the other day to say, uh, "Do you feel like you should be moving your your show to Monday night because of everything that's <laughs> going to happen potentially tomorrow and the news that will be coming out tomorrow?" But in all honesty, we've talked about this a little bit. But Sunday's when we can do it, isn't it? And we're more <laughs> we're more of a magazine show than a, than a, you know giving you the hot news as it happens. We'll we'll mm. tweet stuff when we see things, but really, yeah. We're here to tell you what's already happened so that you, just in case you missed it, you know, in well, case you, you know, you're not there and you do miss it. Event TV has the pre-show and the post-show, you know, like Big Brother, they used to have the pre-show of, of, of what's going to happen and who's going to fall out with who and then the post-show, that actually means something. I think we're the pre-show because we always <laughs> seem to miss things, don't we? 
and um, right a week later <laughs> yeah the very the post post show so as restrictions lift uh sea life center which is in the man la valley um area is reopening that's the ter- closest thing they've got to a local tourist attraction that we can compare to disneyland paris all the shopping and dining area in chassis is reopening mm-hmm. um there's no indication the world of disney is reopening and as far as i'm aware it's opening to its normal hours there was no indication that you know it just opened saturday and sunday for a while limited hours you know for 11 till 4 or whatever i think it is reopening to its normal hours so things are creeping back um vapianos is the only one i could find an official statement for i did briefly look into things like um rainforest cafe five guys you know all the third party ones i couldn't see anything but that doesn't mean they're not opening because i suspect they will if but at least you can get that, that fresh nappy smell from the 9th of june <laughs> absolutely i thought you were going to say rainforest gatto but then i was thinking of black forest gatto and rainforest cafe and rainforest gatto kind of have the similar ring to them and I thought, Ooh, rainforest that sounds gatto good. sounds nice yeah that's great isn't it that I mean, is that, yeah. going there yeah they'd have to wouldn't they yeah <laughs> Ooh. yeah mango gatto pleasant indeed um <laughs> indeed she says like indeed cracking on well you know you you guys provide the humor i provide the dry boring facts um while we're in disney village let's talk about buffalo bills i don't i nobody really thought it was returning post covid i think that the livestock has been rehomed hasn't it it's it's gone to pasture so to speak. They've eaten it. <laughs> Don't say that. No, they did. We, we reported they, it that they'd gone to a beautiful farm. They had one really good week where all the, f- the fridges were stocked full of fresh meat and they had a great, couple, they had a great few days there. Buffalo burgers. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, but they've, they've started to take down the signage. They haven't taken down the giant Mickey yet. Well, where would you which put Which is it? a shame. Oh, yeah. It's... But- Oh, wouldn't you like to buy that? Is it a 3D model? Yeah. Wow. What, just hang it off the top of your house, the corner of your house? Yeah, that would be amazing. Mm. Yeah, Um, you'd have to be a real fan. (laughs) I'm a bit sad about this. You know, we talked about Planet Hollywood um, the the week before last. Uh, We've never been to Planet Hollywood. It's not on our bucket list that we're about to talk about. We might go there one day. I'm nothing against Hmm. it, but might not. But I really like that it's just there and it's big and blue and it looks all weird and exciting and it's got an escalator coming up to it. And it, it, it's a good, you know, first things you see, you see Tinkerbell mm. on top of the dome and you see that. And it, and it brings that kind of American vibe to the, mm. you know, a French park, which, you know... Yeah. It, it, You're not getting Nutella there. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what it's about, isn't it? It's this American, like, lifestyle. So yeah. It's, a good, it's an iconic thing. And it's all hyper-realised. Well, that, that Mickey hanging off the side of the building next to the cinema is, is a bit of that as well. And I hope that they're pretty quick smart about filling that void. Yeah. Just, it's a really big venue. Yeah, I think it's going to be missing something, isn't it? Yeah. And as far as I was, it was hard to get a ticket, so it was sold out regularly. Mm. I understand why they've stopped doing it because it was questionable. It was beginning to get questionable in several different ways. Um, for example, they still did the whole cowboy and Indian chase, etc. cetera. Mm. Um, so I'm not surprised it's gone, but I really think that it's, um, I, I just really hope that something goes there and that we don't just have that sort of empty shop window look at that mm. critical point. A couple of things. Um, Sam was asking if we've got Twitter and uh, Instagram, which we do, yeah, and Facebook. 
we're all over those. Uh, we're, you know, we're kind of not massively regular, are we? But, I think I think that's more what she was asking. Was do you post yeah. your stuff on there? Because we do. We put we post quite comfortably on Twitter. It takes a bit of effort for us to think about what we post on uh, on on Facebook and in Instagram. I get it with pictures, but. Because obviously you have to put pictures on, we then have to have pictures to post, so it becomes a bit mm. of a complication. Um, but we, I do use the thing. I'm getting all technical. Now. I do use the thing called if this then that, and I can cross. We can cross post from Twitter to Facebook, and we do try to do that sometimes. Um, mm. So that was a very long winded answer for you. You should have just listened to what I wrote uh, in the chat. Sorry, yeah. we are well, yeah, yeah. Um, sporadically on Twitter. Andrew says yeah, he loves Planet Hollywood, but. The little lady had her biggest ever meltdown in there. <laughs> <laughs> what did Katie uh, do? <laughs> Hannah Marie's hoping for an ice show. That'd be good use of it, wouldn't it? Oh, uh, a few people yeah. have said that. <laughs> Matt Riley says, says Bologna, to come back. Bologna Bill's wild Nutella show. <laughs> I would pay to see You know, that. <laughs> that would be a really good discussion. Bologna, is that right? Um, Bologna. 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 Sorry. That would be a really good discussion. What would you like to see in the Buffalo Bill area? wouldn't it? Yeah. Put it on the list, Hugh. Put it on the list. You keep these notes. Um, so that's all well and good. We know what's open, but can you get there? Well, the Eurostar isn't doing direct services until at least October. Now, this isn't um, a sign of when the parks will open. This is a, It's just not financially viable with um, limited travel, limited capacity. Sorry, I'm hiccuping. It's not worth it to them. Um, you can still get indirect services via Lille, which we have done, and it's fine. It's fine. It takes away that wonderful convenience that you have of just landing at the gates. You have a bit of wandering around a train station and looking for the platform, but it's not too difficult, really. And no. if you need to get there, that's another way. Here you go. And then what's our last bit of news? Oh, well, this is Walt Disney World news, but it's always a little canary in the coal mine of what's going on with other Disney parks, isn't it? In that they announced like that, that you no longer have to wear masks outside. It really came very suddenly. And when they announced it, it was like from tomorrow morning. Um, I'm surprised it was that quick because mm, Universal did it. And then this was like, Couple of days later, was it? I think it might have been the same day, you know. Has, has it gone there? Later that day, it's gone. Yeah, Just, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Was the first? Oh, yesterday was the first day with no masks. I think. So COVID's Universal. just gone. No, no COVID. Oh, sorry, I see. It's gone. Is is Universal um, keep them on inside as well? Yeah, I have to caveat with this: with you still have to wear them on indoor attractions. Yeah. You still have to wear them on rides. You still have to wear them in queues, even in outdoor queues, because you're static and you're next to people. You have to wear them in shops. Similar places to where we'd be wearing them now, but in the UK, you don't wear them walking down the street, do you? So Yeah, so basically when you're bimbling, you don't have to wear one, but if you're when, doing yeah. anything with intent, you do, basically. Which is, that's a big relief to us going in August when it can hit a nice, cool 35, 36 degrees quite easily and it's humid. To not have that thing on your face is a relief, mm. but I'm also very happy to wear them inside where the air conditioning is and stuff, because it's more pleasant there anyway. And we've bought all the fabric. <laughs> I don't want it to go to waste. You showed you know, it on the show and everything. I know. If anyone's got suggestions, because unfortunately, because I got fat quarters for mine, uh, and I think, I think I've still got a few that I haven't cut out. And fat quarters, you know, sort of quite... A quarter of a yard. A decent size. Yeah. But uh, some of them have already cut out to the size of the... Um, 
the mask, which is kind of like a, a rectangle. Um, and what else can I do with that material if I'm not going to get masks out of them? Pencil case. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Because yeah, I spent about 20 quid on this this lot, maybe more, actually. Maybe, Are you not still going to make the masks to wear inside? Um, I won't need as many, though. Not True. Now. I don't know. Mm. Uh, you have to wear them on rides. And also, just do it anyway. Just make them anyway. Yeah. Something to do, isn't it? Sell them. Yeah. Sell them on eBay. You know, it was it was kind of nice last year when you didn't know how long it was going to go. We're making masks. It's like, yeah, making masks. And now I'm, I, I kind of resent making masks, thinking, am I going to wear this once? Because when I'm out and about, normally I wear a neck gaiter because I just love the convenience of it up and down. Just hang it around my neck. You know, it's just become like something I wear all the time. But making a mask just specifically to wear in a park, which is probably going to be once. I'm going to, I am going to resent doing it. I think I've got my Toy Story. Yeah, I've got a Toy Story one in my back pocket. This is, oh, and it's very creased. It's been in my back pocket. That's mine. Very good. Does the TGV still go from CDG to DLP? Okay, I've got Charles de Gaulle. Right now, I would imagine, I mean... Right now, I would imagine not because there's not flights, but I couldn't say that for definite. Ooh. It does in the long term, though, <laughs> I think. Sam suggests bow ties. <gasps> yes. You would rock oh, but, but a bow tie. Ties. It's, it's, bow ties are a long piece of material, isn't it? And you, it's the way you fold Oh, them. not when you tie. I don't think you'd make you'd when you tie, would you? You would you? You would just make a little fake one on a piece of elastic. Like little boys have when the page boys. I guess I would do a fake one. I don't know, because I, I can tie a bow tie. Andrew oh, Palmer said it's bunting. I think idea. bunting's quite a nice idea as well. I don't know when bunting, you'd use it, but yes. bunting. There are things we can do. Bunting's good. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm fine. Mankini, Mark Chester Put your says. mind at rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mankini. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Headband that turns into a mask. Like, you know, just put it down over your eyes. Like, a, like oh, the opposite of a gator. Bandanas, says Andrew Palmer. <laughs> Yeah, we've got some good ideas there. Right, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's all right. We're in that little dead area between news and discussion. If you've got, if there's anything else going on in the chat, I should know about. I don't know if there's any more questions that we had. I think, I think we've got most of them. <laughs> uh, no, look at Mark Chester's comment. Read Mark Chester's comment a bit further up. It relates to Disney cruises. Oh, yeah. Majuli has just informed me that she is looking at the Disney staycation cruise from Tilbury. Did not think we had the budget. Getting excited. A little we escaped. Oh, 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 oh. I, 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 I would be very interested in that subject. But um, if you are going from Tilbury, you are going about six weeks after we're going, I think. Well, we're going we're gonna to be vlogging and we're going to be doing all the pre-videos and the post-videos and stuff. So uh, I've got a little idea of how I want to do a video. I'm going to do, because it's the first time I've ever done a Disney cruise, obviously, I was going to do an expectations versus reality um, video where I do a little interview with myself before we go, like what my expectations are. And then when I come back, I do another uh, face-to-camera one of what the reality was. So if you're interested in anything like that, or if there's anything particular you want me to check out while we're on the ships, let me know. And then you can you can have all that anticipation before you go from Tilbury. I'm very excited for all of you who are going on cruises. Um, I wish I was, but also um, I'm not. So 
I thought you didn't fancy it, Chris. What? It's, it's just a Disney fix, isn't it? said too much sea. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm still envious, though. It, it's it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's a Disney fix, isn't it? It's what it's exactly what Hugh was talking about the other week. Yeah. Where, where's it coming from? It's not coming from anywhere, is it? So I need it's, it. Well, it is, because we get it every week. No, we all get it every week, right here, right now. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. Yay. <laughs> we went on a walk today and I was simultaneously planning about four different holidays as we walked. It wasn't <laughs> I was going, when do you think we'll go to Alani? And I really fancy doing an Alaska cruise, but we need to do Disneyland California. And this, this was all getting planned on a walk to Osset. Do you fancy anyway. the Star Wars Hotel when it opens? Oh, no. No. <laughs> it just the, the idea of um, there must be an option to not get involved with the role playing because... As a, as a massive Star Wars fan and as an actor, I still don't want to go in there, be given a robe and have to play along. I just want to find, out, two, where, want to find out where my room is. And, you, know, don't, you don't want a murder mystery evening, basically. No, I really don't. I can't be bothered with all that. It might what be about, different when it comes out, but it does look like yeah. it's going to be like three-day space missions and you yeah. have to do them. What do you reckon? No, well, I, I'm with you on this. I'm, I... I I'm no fan of being forced into performing, and uh, no. and this kind of thing just doesn't appeal to me at all. But the atmosphere of it, the idea of actually being in a hotel that's that's themed mm. to that level of detail, really, really appeals to me. So if you there could must, do like a light version, then yes, there must yeah. be there must be that option because a lot of people wouldn't go like you know they just it would make them too anxious just thinking about it. Like they would, they'd be losing business, you know, yeah. hand over fist. So I think they'll well. have a very limited audience. And thing is, they'll, they'll, they'll work through them very quickly. Those people who are massive Star Wars fans are rich, let's face it, and have got that will to do this kind of role play. They're all going to be fighting for the first six months and it's going to be hard to get a booking. And then after that, I, I just don't, th- I mean, those people might want to go again, you know, maybe they'll really enjoy it, but I don't think you've got an unlimited worldwide audience that's just going to keep filling it up year after year. I think they'll do a, a light version. I guess it depends how they want to bring people into it, because the, the other thing I will say is as much as I don't like doing that kind of thing, if I'm brought in in the right kind of way, I can be coaxed into it. And I think once you've once you've got mm. into something like that and you give into it and and you relax with it, it's okay, but you're right, people will feel anxious about it if that's the full expectation is you're going to go, you're going to be a Jedi or whatever it might be and you're going to go and do these missions that I think, yes, it'll appeal to some people, it really won't appeal to other people, but Mm. if they do, just think, we're talking about Imagineers here, we're talking about Disney and and the way that they do things, there's every chance that they've got a way or that they will have a way that, that brings people in in the right kind of way and lets you be involved as involved as you want to be but also tries to encourage you to get more and more involved as well so you know an idea has just occurred to me and this might be how they do it and it's because i've been watching cruise vlogs recently Mm. is that the um the bigger ships the dream and the fantasy not the one we're going on but they have an interactive scavenger hunt that goes around the ship and you get clues and there's these all the pictures that are on the wall some of them move and interact and give you another clue mm. and then you have to go and find another picture and so it's just another thing that as a family on this cruise ship for three days that you can do now i think the three of us particularly me and bonnie but i think the three of us together would really enjoy doing that and i'm like oh don't they have it on our ship but if they did it like that where it was like if other human beings were going to leave us alone 
but we could do a little <laughs> challenge slash scavenger hunt, solve a mystery, you know, a bit like an escape room. Yeah. But yeah. we could do it in our own time and between the three of us. I think I'd be more inclined to do that. But if I have to start doing role play with a, an over-enthusiastic American, I don't know. <laughs> I've taken this on a tangent here, haven't I? Yes, yeah. <laughs> so our discussion this week... Um, what is our Disneyland Paris bucket list? We've kind of talked about a couple of worldwide Disney bucket lists there, but your Disneyland Paris booking list. So this is something you have never done that you simply must do at some point in your life. Now, I want to caveat by saying I don't want any new experiences such as the Iron Man roller coaster because you've never had a chance to do that. Okay. So you can't say you haven't done it. So it's just things you haven't done yet what you want to do and give your answers in the chat as well we'd love to know what you're um, mm. desperate to do and it could be uh it could be just a, a season that you want to go to it could be a restaurant like because with rides i have now done all the rides um as of uh was it the last trip or the one before, one before uh, I where, where i finally did crushes yeah it was one before where i did crushes coaster that was the last one on the list uh so i've done all the rides there now um so i that just leaves me with uh, other options. Mm -hmm. But um, what's what's yours, Chris? I'm interested. Uh, is it a ride? You've got a long list, haven't you, Chris? Well, yeah. Well, I, I started writing some things down before the um, before the show to try and decide where I would go with this because I, I haven't been twice. There's an awful lot that I, that I can still do, and I've always been with the kids. So the, yeah, there's there's all kinds of different things. From a ride point of view, let me reel these things off. From a ride point of view. Um, I've not done any of the roller coasters, so I'd like to uh, do Big Thunder Mountain. I'd like to do Hyperspace Mountain um, in particular. Uh, so, you know, but but there are many, many rides that I haven't been on. I've hardly done anything at, at the uh, studios at all. There, I mean, there isn't much at the moment, but I've hardly done anything that's there. Uh, so, yeah, ride-wise, all that. Um, the other big one for me is is about next time I go, which which is more of I'm looking forward to, but it will happen, is taking Ollie on Star Tours. I just remember mm. what it was like when I, when I went on with Lucas the first time um, and how much he enjoyed it. Uh, I just, I'm just really looking forward to being able to get all of us on there at the same time. But the big one for me is we had a holiday booked to go um, to Disneyland Paris in May this year. And we were supposed to go and stay at Disneyland Hotel. We were supposed to ha be able to go and have character meals. We were supposed to be able to eat uh, on the premier on the, on the top dining plan, so we could eat literally everywhere, anywhere we wanted to. And that that's the big thing for me. We, we've missed out on this, like the top end holiday that we'll probably never ever get the opportunity to do again. So, bucket list wise, it's to it's the opportunity to have that holiday. I think. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I was trying to remember all the hotels. What's, what's the one by the lake? Newport Bay on. Newport Bay, yeah. I was just New thinking York. It. I wonder if that would be on mine, because... No, um, no, Hugh. Um, I, uh, I don't... Well, the... Uh, well, the, the Compass Club is is good, and it doesn't feel too busy, but also the whole time you, we, we were there, you could see the, the kind of standard rooms... And how busy it was on the desk there the whole time. It was just this is a huge hotel and it is a very, very busy mm. hotel. And I don't mm. think you'd like that. And honestly, I'm not entirely sure that the theming's your kind of thing either, from, from what I know about you and what you do like. 
Um, I've stayed in Newport Bay. Um, I really did like the theming. I was I went with my mum at the time, so it was it, it was definitely her type of theming. She really liked it. I remember it being quite classy and nautical. And um, it is an incredibly busy lobby. I remember the stairs really in particular, yeah. really wide stairs. But it was just loads of people flooding up it. But it's popular for a reason. It is. Oh yeah, it, it's, it's a good. nice hotel. Don't get me wrong; it, it's good. But when when our holiday got moved and we booked Sequoia Lodge, and then we got told that Sequoia wasn't going to be open, we got moved to Newport Bay. That made them, our mind up for us. It, it, it was straight away. You know, we really wanted to go and see what what Sequoia was like. That mm. was that was quite important to go and do a different hotel, but. Uh, having seen how busy it was in in the standard rooms at Newport Bay, I wasn't keen to go and do that again. I don't think we loved Sequoia. We absolutely loved Sequoia. I think that, we're getting that's one of the reasons I want to go because because you recommended it. To yeah, me. that that to me that's bucket list Gorgeous. as well. It, it's this opportunity to go and do mm. you know do something a bit different. Okay, well, I'm going to fire a couple off, and then Hugh can talk. And then I'll fire another couple off because I've got quite a few on the list. <laughs> so. Top of my list. I don't know, would it more than one? And I've kind of been trying to get this to um, work for for a couple of years. And I think I will get it to work pretty soon. Is I want to take my parents and specifically, I want to take my mum on It's a Small World. Like that is my absolute bucket list. Get my mum back on It's a Small World. Because, I mean, everyone knows I'm a dance teacher, but before me, my mum is a dance teacher too. I kind of took over my mum's business. we went on together when I was a early teen and we went on Small World and we just both loved it. It was like a life-changing experience. That's a bit much, isn't it? But we, it was when they had a shop at the end where the Princess Pavilion is now. Mm. We just went straight through the shop, back round and back on again and did that four or five times in a row, like a ridiculous thing. And you know you can often get straight on Small World. And it, my mum just loves it. And she still talks about it now. She still talks about the costumes and the dolls. And she hasn't been back since then. And the reason the dance teach thing came in is when we got back um, for the dancing school show, she combined all the under 10 tap classes, which was about 40 or 50 kids, and dressed them all in different national dress. We got loads of... You know, we just beg, borrowed and stole all sorts of fancy dress from all over the yeah. place. Everyone could be different things and made them all fl- countries' flags. I'm going to tear up thinking about it. You know when theatre can just be so magical and all these tiny little kids, the curtains open and they all lift the flags up and start waving. And it's honestly, it was the best thing my mum has ever done on stage. And it, it was it was just brilliant. The costumes, the music, everything. Um, but it was my mum's baby. That was like that was her creation. Was that show? And I just, I really, really, really want to take my mum back on Small World. It's such a big bucket list. You just reminded probably me. Probably Paris. You just reminded me of of, uh, of taking Dad on there at, at Christmas mm. last year. And, uh, like it, it was just amazing to see him just turn into a, a little kid. It, yeah. it just, it absolutely loved it. And as I've said to you before, they came away from, they, they went to Disney going, we're going to go to a theme park with, with the kids because, you know, we want to go and spend time with the with our yeah, grandchildren. Like Alton Towers kind of thing, and, yeah. And they came away and, and you know, they're, they're full-on Disney fans now. It's just that this, this what's yeah. happened to them. I would never have expected my dad to be like that at all. And that's all because of Small World. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, my dad, I remember his reaction 
when I was a, uh, I wasn't a kid kid when we went, but when I was a, an early teen, and he was so appreciative of the architecture and the details and all this. And as he's got older, he's like going, oh, I'm, I'm not bothered about going, Lucy. I'm not bothered about going. And I just know in the back of my mind that if I did get him there, because me and my mum nagged him enough that he would, he'd remember. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. He'd remember how much he loved it. So I'm, I want to get him back as well. Um, I'll, I'll do one more and then I'll pass it over. This is... Uh, this was a massive bucket list for me for a while, but it's slipped off the grid now just because events have been cancelled. Um, but I did the 36K at um, the Disneyland, the Run Disney event. One of the top five weekends of my life. I loved every single element of it. It was amazing, except going on Pirates and having a massive tall guy in front of me, different <laughs> anecdote. Um, but they do a special, you know, you always get that, FOMO kind of thing. Mm. They do a special medal called the Castle to Chateau medal for people who have done a American half marathon and a French half marathon in the same calendar year. So I would like to do run Disney again and also um, time one of our Florida trips for a run Disney event. And I would like to get the uh, Castle to Chateau medal. Now that's not, I mean, this is bucket list. What would you like to do before you die? I can't see how I can make that work, either timing-wise or financially. But if we'd been pure fantasy bucket list, that would be on it. Ah, oh, that's ace. I, I, I love hearing you talk about Run Disney as well. It, it's it's something yes. that, you know, I want. I wanted to, a while ago I signed up for the Leeds Half Marathon. And uh, I say a while ago, eight years ago, eight and a half years ago, because uh, the reason that I didn't do it was that Lucas was due the same week as the half marathon, and I thought I might be a bit busy that week, so I better drop out. Um, but now that I've lost a bit of weight and I'm a lot healthier than I have been, I'm suddenly starting to think, do you know what, I quite fancy running again. And, and yeah, hearing you talk about running Disney just made me go, oh. I wonder if what, what if we my did to let me do that. <laughs> yeah, what if we did a leave the kids at home, three of us do the race thing? You don't like running with other people, do you? But you'd be allowed <laughs> to just run off <laughs> run off ahead if I, you wanted. Yeah, but I think I guess, you know, it would be an event, you know, I'd make an exception for it. But because uh, I mean thing is one of the when reasons when I go running normally, I'd like the idea of having someone with me is just like insane to me. Oh, yeah. Like what yeah. what what are you doing? Because we've both run in the past. We're not currently doing it either of us at the moment. I'm about um, to start again. I'm very close. I'm constantly about to start again. <laughs> I think but people have said, oh, do you train together? And we're like, do we heck? No, we stick podcasts in our ears and go off on our own. That's a, why we run, you it's know. It's a peaceful, quiet thing for me. Mm, the idea of someone with me ruins that. I'd, and luckily, I agree with you. <laughs> Well, so we don't fight about that. I wouldn't necessarily have to run with you, although it could be quite fun for us to uh, to, to Disney bound as the three caballeros for a 5K, <gasps> couldn't it? <laughs> oh, this is happening now, Chris. <laughs> this is happening now. I'm not even kidding. The minute they announce another one, I'm going to nag you. That would be the best weekend. What I was going to say is one of the reasons it, um, it was such an important Disney experience for me in, top five and I, no offense to present company it's because i went on my own and mm. i well both me and hugh are great together but we're both quite independent in many ways and i really have always enjoyed traveling and doing things on my own because yeah. it's so kind of private and secret and yours and the whole experience of getting on a plane and then getting on a train and 
staying in a hotel room on your own, it was quite magical. But if we did it, but I've done that, and if we did it again and the three of us did it, that would be ace. Uh, well, I'd, how many be, people... I'd be totally up for that. We might just have a bit of work persuading okay. other people. I just want to say, I don't think I said where I got my sauce from. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, there'll be people, there'll be people, well, you know, like, we haven't, haven't tasted it yet, so it might, we might taste it next week and be like, oh, it's awful, don't bother, but, uh, you know, people want to risk it, it's called Hella, H-E-L-A, and I got it from, um, I got it from Quality Save, which is the exact oh, yeah. same, um, I think it's just an offshoot of um, Home Bargains, because it's the same branding and everything. But for some reason, it's called Quality Save. But Quality I Save, I think, is a Dewsbury thing, isn't it? Because I've never been in another Quality Save than that one. That's oh, been... there's lots of Quality Save. Well, there's lots of Home Bargains. Yeah. Oh. I, but, I, I think Quality yeah. Save was its own thing and possibly Home Bargains bought it out, but but were worried that the locals wouldn't understand. <laughs> Reject Home Bargains. Is it in Woolworths yeah. now? Is it in the old Woolworths building these days? It's the old Woolworths. Yeah. Is this the kind of chat you wanted, Matt? This is very, this is very local, isn't it? <laughs> Where did they get so I can't go to bed till he tells me where he got his sauce from. Indeed. <laughs> right, I've done two and I've got two more. <laughs> so Hugh, do you want to? Well, mine, I'm I've just got one, and it's gonna be some kind of restaurant. Now there's three that spring to mind. One is Waltz. Uh, I think Sam mentioned that in the chat before. Um, but the thing is, am I just thinking I was just clutching at straws thinking, what haven't I done? I haven't done Waltz. But it's I've I'd like to do Waltz, but it's never I've never like been aching to do it i've never mm. thought oh i must one day do that um i think we will at some point but um so i thought maybe it's not waltz because i've never had a real hankering to do it and then i thought is it captain jack's the old blue lagoon nice. um i'd like to just be in there you know mm. sit and watch the boats go by it just seems peaceful and you know suitably dark and dingy and uh, we almost went in last time so that must mean there was something on the menu that appealed to me maybe it was a grilled chicken or something because uh, I'll get the menu up in a minute. But you know what I think it is? I think it's just to finally go in uh, Fuente del Oro. Mm-hmm. Even just it's just a quick service. And I'll, I'll have the chicken, uh, the chicken fajitas, please. Is the, uh, little, is the cone the there? Wall, it's the cone. Um, I'm really yeah. sorry. I'm in a group chat and it's, yeah, going, it's going absolutely up. mental. Yeah. I'm going to move this away. <laughs> that happens to me nearly every week. I don't know how to do it. I'm going to look at the uh, the menu for, for 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 Captain Jack's. You know what's annoying on the the Disneyland Paris website though is uh, as you're looking through the restaurants, there's a thing to the side that says menu, but it's the website menu. Ah, you know, so oh, it yeah, it captures you out. Link, yeah. Captures you out, Captain Jack's. Mm. Captain Jack was Captain Jack's is one of my other ones. We have kind of talked to Bonnie and said it probably would be Captain Jack's actually. Yeah, because like just because I, I did I popped my head in uh, Fuente Delara once. I think last time I went, I just popped my head in and it was it was pretty sort of it's very do, basic. Do, do you only go in and like like if it was full of chairs and tables, it would feel kind of cozy. But it, there was just kind of a big open space when you go in, and it, it just felt too like corridory. It, it, yeah, I, I've not been in, but around. I've seen a video of someone going in and ordering some food in there, and it, and my memory of that video was it looked like a kebab shop. It does, it does, because <laughs> it serves. Um, I like Mexican food, but I like yeah. sit down Mexican food when they serve it on a sizzling skillet, and the idea of quick service fajitas just doesn't get me. Now, actually, yeah, I'm looking at the pictures. Captain Jack's looks. Yeah, looks, Captain Jack looks really cool. Let's look at the view menu. 
exotic restaurant. We have kind of said to Bonnie as well, because she really wants to go in and we had to say, oh, Bonnie, you'd have to like eat squid. You do realize, or whatever it is on the menu. Because <laughs> you're going to force We've kind of said now, look, we'll go, Bonnie. If there's nothing on the menu you like, hang tight, we'll get you a bag of chips. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. all three of us, mm. she's got to the age where she's got her own wants and she's seen it. She's like, I really want to go in there. So I think we will next time. I could have a Caribbean chicken because I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a, a fishy person. Um, uh, that comes with prawns. Again, I'm like, yeah, prawns, even prawns, I'm a bit iffy about, but I'll eat them. Um, or I could have beef. I don't eat red meat anymore, but you know, like when I'm in the parks, it's like you know, <laughs> Sunday. Pickings, and, and, we're, <laughs> and we're gonna have hot dogs next week. So I almost got some chicken ones yesterday, and I thought, no, if I'm gonna do this, we're gonna do it properly, Chris. We're gonna have proper mm. hot dogs. I'm gonna get proper bratwurst ones from Lidl next week. Um, so I think I'll get the tender beef with the uh, ta- tamarind sauce. I don't know what that is. He's already chosen his dish. Jalap- I've got to go now. Jalapeno salsa and sweet potatoes. That sounds 37. good. 37.99, yes, please. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it's, you know, island-style rice pudding with mango puree. Mm. There's some pretty morbid chat going on at the moment. Have you noticed? Is there? No, I've been looking at this. He's menu. on that menu. Come right. on, get Mark Riley says, where in DLP would you want to kick the bucket? Ooh. Oh, gosh. Oh. Mark, Mark Chester says, in Mickey's arms, pub or character, either or. Mark Riley says, well, I'd in his arms. To, <laughs> I'd want it to be quick, could it be, so maybe could, decapitated. Could it, could it be something like falling from the Tower of Terror or, you know, like <laughs> fa- falling out of the treehouse? You know, could it be something as grim as that? Or does it have Toy to be Story like, parachute drop failure. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or does it have to be something romantic like, uh, you know, the lights slowly going from my eyes as I'm watching the fireworks? Could be that. Yeah. Tied to the railway track. Yeah, I was thinking decapitated by Casey Jr. Then you could be looking at, like, (laughs) Beauty and the Beast's castle, couldn't you? And then you'd go pretty quick then. Naked in the lagoon after taking copious amounts of drugs. Oh, no, that kind of almost happened anyway, didn't it? That can be arranged, Chris. (laughs) Mark thinks uh, me talking about this hella spice ketchup curry original unique hella recipe uh, is some kind of product placement. Oh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> we aren't getting a penny for this. I too am beginning to wonder it's what available it's available from all good discount shops now. Um, do check it out. It's 99 pence, and that gets you 348 grams. That's 300 milliliters. Uh, good day on there. Lasts till well into December. So, uh, yeah. So, with uh, Hella Spice Ketchup, you really will put some spice in your life. Is it sponsored by the, the goddess of death? Yeah. I was going to mention Hela, the sister in Ragnarok. Yeah. So, it's, you know, it's all topical. We'll all put topical. a product placement P in the top corner of the uh, of the thing up here next week. If Hela do want to sponsor us, uh, they <laughs> can. Sponsored by Hela Spice Ketchup. So, do you have anything else mm. on your bucket list, Chris? <laughs> I'm trying to rein control back. Have um, you got anything? I, I don't have anything else on my bucket list as such. I'd quite like to have one of those cocktails with the flashing light, uh, flashing ice cream. Oh, that was going to be on mine. Glutinis. That's hers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. Because every, every time we go, she brings it up and then she never has one. Thing I'm not, oh. I'm not a drinker, really. And it, it's so, like, I'm such Instagram fodder because it's like, Anymore. it just look really cool. Oh. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> Anymore. Those, I, yeah, those days are... Um, Thing is, sometimes I'll, I'll try. I'll try to encourage her to have a glass of wine, and she won't have one. I go, grab a glass of wine. So sometimes we're watching something, and she goes, "Oh, this is this is making me like actually fancy a glass of wine." I go, "Go on, have a wine." 
She won't have one. We've got, I mean, it'll be off now, but we've had a half open bottle of white wine in our fridge for like um, a year and a half. I bought a... Uh, uh, Dave was an hour and a half. What's wrong I with you? I bought a, a, a Captain, Captain Morgan's. Oh, yeah. The spice one. Do you know, do you know the, the pineapple one with the tiki bottle? Mm. It's got a tiki face cabin. I've got one of those in the cupboard somewhere. And I, I, yesterday I was in Sainsbury's and I saw it and I thought, I've got one of them. Should have that. And well, do you know what? Because I drink, I only drink for half the year. So as soon as July 1st hits, I'm having some in the garden. I'm 12 weeks now, 12 weeks without a beer. I've had a, an alcohol free yeah. one tonight. And I may have another one when we record. I'm assuming we're recording Quizney Street later. We are. Yeah. So let's get going. Yeah. So <laughs> um, the only one left on my list, and it's a bit vague, but I would like to attend a hard ticket event, a after hours, either Halloween, New Year's. Or they went through a phase of doing, um, what did they call it? Fan days, which seemed to kind of disappear, kind of sharpish. They've done other annual pass ones, like um, a Tower of Terror uh, tribute thing on an anniversary of the Tower of Terror. But really, it is just for the the experience of being there with limited crowds for a special event for purpose. Mm. Um, and I, I'd just like to do one. Just like to see what it's like. Never done one. And then I, I I resent people who have go to those ticketed events because of, of the way in which I was um, pushed around the park at Halloween yeah. uh, mm. in, in the evening, everything gradually closing off and having to go mm. around, literally around the back from... Get out, um, peasants. Fantasyland, mm. around to Discoveryland. Um, yeah, it, I don't like that. It was, uh, yeah, so that's good. I'll resent you while you're there. <laughs> it was kind of my bucket list to do it at Disney World as well. And we are very unlikely to travel in the summer and autumn in the future, but we've been forced to this time because of cancellations and rebooking. Mm. And the bringing back a watered down version of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, and it's called Boo Bash. And I just can't decide. <laughs> you be careful where you put the, the break in those words, aren't you? Boo. <laughs> Bash. Boo bash is uh, something Lucy used to get in the past when she smoked. Oh my god! <laughs> Oops! Just just brush it so when off you, when you prop your cigarette underneath like that. To... <laughs> yeah, that's when you just use them as a little holder. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um... so this is why Matt Riley, um, Matt Riley said, "Have you applied to Inside Ears?" Probably not with chat like this. <laughs> I don't think we're big enough yet, Matt Riley, which yeah, is why yet. we need. You don't yet. apply to no, them. Honestly, that is, I've got my eyes on the prize with that. She's got That's her ears why I would really the... appreciate you guys sharing this She's and telling got... other people about us. If her ears know... on the prayers. Yeah, if you know anyone else who's going to Disneyland Paris or loves Disney <laughs> chat, just tell them about us. Say you watch this thing because we would, but I, I think you need certain. You need a certain reach. Yeah, so, so guys, it's all on you to uh, yeah. <laughs> share this with 50 yeah. of your friends. Get off our backs. Yeah. If, if you yeah. want us to get into yeah. ideas, then you can do some work. Come right. on. Right. Okay, I'm, I'm taking the reins because we, we keep going off a bit. So um, the final... Th- oh, my, my iPad where the messenger was going crazy. He's got my chats on. But the last <laughs> thing is we just... Hugh came up with a little gem on YouTube today. I was sitting with my laptop doing the show notes and he got hold of the remote control and he put an absolute Disney gem on. And I said, you need to tell people about this on the show. So I don't know exactly what it was we watched. So I'm going to leave it, <laughs> leave it to you to tell really it. Neither do I. Uh, it's called, it's, been, it's only been online for a week. So 36,000 views. I've never seen this before. Uh, I sent it to you, Chris. Uh, it's uh, mm. The Muppets at Walt mm. Disney World. It's actually called on YouTube, 
uh, if you just put Muppets Disney World, you'll find it. But um, it's called The Muppets at Disney World, May 6th, 1990. Uh, and it's exactly as it sounds. It's the Muppets going around Disney World. And it's about... Um, Michael Eisner. I say it's, it's about, it's 47 minutes, 14 seconds. Michael Eisner's at the start. Some playing. fantastic yeah. acting from Michael Eisner at the start. You know what? Yeah. I, I was saying, you wouldn't get that from Chapek, would you? No. He's not no. interested. Say what you will about Eisner. I think he, he really got Disney. Do you know what I mean? He, he mm. got this this need for all this showmanship. He's got a twinkle in his eye. Yeah. He does. Um and um, what's the guy in it? Cha- is it Charles? Yeah, Charles Gordon. 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 I, I, for some reason, as soon as he came on, I just thought that's Phil Hartman. And I've mixed them up in the past before. You know, Phil Hartman. Mm. I'm Troy McClure. Um, and I was like, I was telling Lucy, I was, you know, I said he's normally a very good performer, but he's phoning this in. And then I said, oh, and you know, you, you know, his wife, uh, uh, his, his girlfriend, shot him. And she was like, what? And she looked it up. And now normally I'm I'm like, you know, facial recognition's b- bob on. But for some reason I mixed these two up and Lucy was like... He's the dad what? from Beethoven. That's yeah. what I knew him from. So I messed that one up. But anyway, it's It's very Muppet humour. Um, and they're going around all the various sites. They're going around World Showcase, showcase with the Swedish chef. And you've got... Um, uh, Miss Piggy being the volunteer in the stunt sh- uh, Indiana Jones stunt show and you know just zany stuff like that but if you like Disney parks and you like the Muppets it is a very good way of spending three quarters of an hour or if you like one of those two things yep. you might still yeah. like it I'll, I'll it pop is. the uh, the link in the description right um, yeah. on, on YouTube um, I'll try and put it into the into the uh, podcast as well for y'all. There is a very tedious parody of rocking all over the world. It's uh, it's called like rocking around the world, and it's very very similar. There's love in a laundry mat as well. Between I've never been comfortable with the love affair between Gonzo and the chicken. I've never been comfortable with that. I'm Lucy, not sure. Yeah, pre- Camilla, yeah, prejudices are showing. I, <laughs> Maybe that's it, but yeah. <laughs> interspecies love. Um, but yeah, the, there's a a love song between Gonzo and Camilla in the the Walt Disney World cast laundry. Now that's the thing you never knew you needed to see. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I'm going I, I crazy. watched the first five minutes of it and I thought. I want to uh, on my phone, and I thought I want I want to savor this. I'm I'm saving it. I'm going to watch it another time. So I shall find time to watch it at some point this week. I can't wait. I love the Muppets. I absolutely love the Muppets. Yeah. Um, they can do wrong. We all know that, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Mm. Um, right. That brings us to the end of the show. Thank you everyone for joining us again. We really do enjoy ourselves, and we do love the the little back and forth with you. I don't think the show would be as lively as it was without you interacting with us there. So thank you again for joining us. Um, subscribe, follow, do all that stuff on all the social media. We try to be as active as we can. We are particularly leaning on YouTube at the moment, so that's the place to interact. We do believe, but also Twitter, we're quite prevalent on. I have uploaded another DVC video this week. Mm. This is about how many points you need. So if I've whet your appetite and you're thinking, I need to buy DVC, 
you need to work out how many points you want to buy and that's going to dictate everything else you need to know. So it's a very must watch video if you're interested in DVC and that can be found on our YouTube channel. Now, unless you two ne'er-do-wells have got anything else to add? Uh, I just want to say, if your taste buds are falling behind, (laughs) then it's time to catch up with Hella Spice Ketchup Curry Flavour. 99 pence available at all good quality saves and home bargains. Possibly B&M. I'm not too sure about that one. I've been Lucy. That's been Hugh. That's been Chris. You've been great. Goodbye. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, I've gone. I'll press the button. It's too late. It's too late. (laughs) (laughs) This is some really good chat, then. Yes.